Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, Sports to the Max. We can take those texts all night if you want. Do you believe that referees or umpires have a vendetta against somebody, particularly maybe when you played in high school or something like that? 651-461-9226. Joining us now, the one and only Terry Steinbach, former all-star MVP, world champion, and a whole lot more on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Terry, I don't know. Of course, in Oakland, you had this to an extent. When you came up here and played with the Twins, you didn't uh, because you're in the Dome, but... How, what would you do if you had to play outside in, in an April like this? Is I mean, is there much that, that you can do to do? To, to, you're from Minnesota, so you'd have been seen as hardy, but I'm sure you had some some Oakland nights that were a little chilly in the early in the year and beyond. Well, we had Oakland nights that were cold, but I, my my worst one ever. We opened up in Milwaukee, and mm-hmm. it was thirty thirty three degrees at game time. Thirty <laughs> by the time the game ended, it, it was opening, and that was Old County Stadium, so they had. Sure. 60, 70,000 people. And then, you know, the next three days were canceled because it was, <laughs> it was, yep. but yeah, you, it, it, it's a mental thing. I mean, it's a physical thing. I mean, if you go in there thinking you're cold and freezing and this is going to stink, you're not going to perform well. It's going to be brutal. So you have to tell yourself, Hey, we're just going to go out there and play and we got to do the best that we can with that particular situation and, and, and make it work. Were you seen as the hardy Minnesotan? Did you have to work on some of those warm weather guys like uh, McGuire and them that never experienced that? It was uh, not so much uh, the the states guys, our, our Latin players, at least out of. Oh yeah, you know they were. They, it was harder for them um, to figure that out. You know to 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 deal with the cold. Um, but but again, you know, like I said, you you razz each other. You you know you tease each other about it, and then you go out there and try to win a ball game. Now, now we were just having this conversation because the Timberwolves are in the midst of this where the Memphis coach says they got uh, uh, screwed over the other night, and then the Timberwolves say, wait a second, we've been screwed over plenty of times in this series, too, as to, as to referees and whether or not there's favoritism. Explain, have you ever um, uh, felt that, did you ever feel as, as when you're playing at any level in the professionals that, hey, this umpire wants us to lose or they like the other team better than us? Um, yeah, I, 100%. Yeah. Um, we we found out oh, um, when Roger Clemens got thrown out by Clooney. In the playoffs? Uh, yeah. Yep. And then Renee Latchman, I think our third base coach at that time, he was summoned, you know, to testify. And he was a player's manager, yep. you know. So he said, well, I, I don't, I just didn't hear. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, you know, I, I, I didn't hear anything. And the umpires didn't like it. And we uh, distinctly remember the following year, um, all of a sudden, 
you know, pitches we weren't getting and, and calls at the play we weren't getting. And, and, you know, you, you kind of think about it after a while, um, you know, it, it, it comes back to, we think it was from that. And then I see what you're saying. So he, he didn't back the umpire, so to speak, huh? He didn't back the umpire, right? He backed the player, you know, okay. and basically instead of throwing Clemens under the bus, yep. you know, cause we all heard exactly. Which is what they wanted him to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But he just, he, he went the other way. He backed the player and, you know, we kind of, I mean, I, it, it wasn't terrible, you know, um, but yeah, we, we felt that. And, and also uh, behind the plate, you know, there was many times umpires, uh, let's say a, a batter showed the umpire up the previous at bat. Yep. And I'll throw Ken, Ken, Ken Kaiser was, you know, awesome at that. I mean, he, he <laughs> I was bet. Tiny when, yep. When this guy comes up, he tapped me on the shoulder, get outside. I mean, and I mean, I'm outside and he goes almost in the other batter's box. And it's, I mean, he was calling strikes before the ball ever left the hand. try that but is there also though did you find and you probably because you lived as a young player and then you guys got to be really really good and um did you see a difference between the calls you'd get when the a's became world champions versus when the a's were the up-and-comers without a question you know and and yes i think the the established teams the proven teams the proven pitchers, I mean, if you run out there with a veteran pitching staff, you know, like, like we had, I mean, you're, you're getting the close calls. You're getting the borderline pitches with, with, without a doubt. And it's kind of because, you know, you've proven yourself. Now, I've also been on teams that didn't win, you know, and yep. I would go to the umpire starting the game. Hey, look, I, I mean, Mike Lincoln pitched a game against the Yankees. Mike, and, former and, and former was, Twins pitcher, yep. Yep, yep, and, and and I was catching, I can't remember who the umpire was, but I just said, hey, look, you know, we, we got a young guy, a rookie out there. The only thing I'm going to ask is, the guy throws a strike, call the strike. You know, he hasn't really deserved that two inches off the plate, in or yep. out. But, just, you know, and, and the umpire kind of looked at me, oh, okay, you know, and it was one of the best umpire games, I think, that I've caught. He really? did a great job. Mike Lincoln threw, threw the ball. I mean, balls are balls, strikes are strikes, and, hey, Whatever happened, happened. If the, if the Yankees beat him, you know, on on his pitches, so be it. But don't lose or or, or, or don't have the outcome uh, determined by a, you know extremely questionable pitch or, or or even a ridiculous pitch. Okay, Dana Kicker texted me, and this is a fair one because uh, you and I and Dana have all played for these guys. H- did you yeah. ever did you ever play for New Orleans against Sleepy Eye when the Cook brother twins were umping a game? <laughs> Because you won't forget that experience, will you, Terry? <laughs> how, how, how could you not? <laughs> yeah, every time you played them, they had the Cook Brothers there. <laughs> yeah, the Cook Brothers. Yeah, thanks, Dana, for bringing that up again. Still too soon, Dana. Still too soon. <laughs> Still too soon. That's right. We all had the Cook Brothers against Sleepy Eye. That's why we didn't go out and play Sleepy Eye. Yeah. Good guys, too. But, yeah, when you yeah. went to Sleepy Eye, you never knew what you are going to get, especially if you're from New Alm, of all places. Yeah. Correct, correct. Right. So, Terry, let's move on to the Twins. Byron Buxton, when you see a glimpse of, um, what do you see as the ceiling on this guy? I've, I've just been so impressed, you know, and, and to see where he had been and where he is coming to, you know, I mean, a few years ago, we were, you know, we were all questioning, hey, is this guy going to be the guy? And the work ethic that he put in, the uh, uh, amount of preparation that he's done, and, and he's earned the results that he's getting, and I don't think there's a ceiling on what he can do, you, you know, and, and we're all going to say this, you know, it's just, we got to keep the guy on the field. He has to yep. keep himself. We, we, I mean, he has to be on the field and, 
you know, if he's on the field, he's, he's, he's turning himself into, you know, a major impact player. I, I mean, a game changer. And so the key is, you know, try to keep him healthy. I mean, he's got to try to keep him, keep himself healthy, you know, and, and he, and he's not, uh, uh, getting hurt because he's out of shape or anything like that. No. You know, it's, it, it, it's that aggressiveness and, and all that. And that, and that's the hardest thing to take out of a guy. You know, what, what are you supposed to tell him? Don't go after ball or don't slide too hard or don't run too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I've been extremely impressed. He's, he's fun to watch. He's the, uh, spark plug of that team right now he's got a lot of energy you know that he's bringing out there and it's it seems sincere you know it doesn't seem like you know well i guess i got to do this i mean he's he's passionate uh about how he's playing ball right now well you know when you see him go to right field like he did this last week a couple times not just home run but a couple times is that what tells you that he's become a complete hitter and, and he understands not just how to swing hard or you know his strikes but he's understanding how to become are, are, you know, a top flight hitter is, are those the signs you look for? 100%. I bet. Uh, and I haven't talked to Byron, but I bet if you were to ask him, Hey, what his hitting approach was two, two, three years ago, yeah. you know, he'd probably say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to pull, I'm going to try to hit home runs, you know, and all that. And I think what he's now has turned himself into a, a fantastic hitter because pitchers have the control to keep that ball away from you. You know, if you're looking in, and, and, and that's and that's all you have to look for. They're going to eat you up away. And, you know, uh, uh, Cabrera, you know, once he got his 3,000 hit, yeah. I think, made the comment, you know, hey, you know, they're pitching me like I got to learn to hit the ball away, you know. And, and so, yes, I love it when I see the players going the other way. And uh, it to me, it itself corrects your swing. More often than not, we as hitters might get a little pull conscious and all of a sudden, you know, rolling over to third, rolling over to short, yep. you know, speaking right-handed. And the way to correct that is, is to let the ball get deeper, stay inside the ball, and shoot that ball up the middle. And if you do that, first of all, your average is going to be higher. And next thing you know, all of a sudden, yes, I am hitting a home run to right. I am hitting a home run to center. And you're never going to lose, you know, your your your, your pull power. You're always going to have that. But that pull power can sometimes get you into trouble. Miguel Cabrera comes to town this week. Uh, you managed against him or coached against him uh, often, what what makes him special? What, what why you know? I, hit, I I didn't realize how impressive his numbers were until they until he got that three thousand hit and you start breaking yeah. it down. And you go, holy mackerel! And of course, Gardy had him uh, in Detroit as well, and he used to tell me, you know, this this guy is like nothing I've ever seen. W- w- what is it? To me, the, the 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 guys like that, they're one, they're special. But the thing that jumps out to me is discipline. You don't ever see these great hitters like that. They don't get frazzled if they get two strikes. They don't get frazzled if they miss their pitch. They don't get upset if, let's say, umpire made a bad call. They just seem uh, confident, comfortable, and relaxed at the plate, regardless of what the situation is. Bases loaded in the twelfth inning, or or first at bat in the first inning. You know, they they just look so calm and and so composed, and and rarely do do you see him. You, you know, have a bad swing, like like he got really fooled or, or, or something like that. You, you you just don't see it, you know, you know, in a hitter of that caliber. The Twins pitching staff has been the pleasant surprise, of course. They've uh, turned the tables, and when everybody talked about they're going to have to win 9-8, you know, that's how they're going to win games, and obviously it's been the opposite so far. When, when you look at their starting staff, uh, I watched Chris Archer the other day. He's going to be an interesting follow because he's had some good innings, and then he's tired, and he's, you know, lost. But when you see him from a catcher's standpoint, what do you see? 
I see. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he gets himself into a little bit of trouble. You know, as mm-hmm. we saw yesterday. You know, I think overthrowing or losing concentration, um, and next thing you know, he he he, he loses you know uh, sense of the strike zone. But if as he progresses more, you know, as he gets more innings under his belt as a Minnesota Twin, uh, I think that potential to regain some of the uh, attributes that he had uh, is not that far away. You know, I like that slider he throws. I think he commands his fastball for for the most part. You know, when he's when he's on, um, he has good pace of the game. Uh, you know, he, he keeps the defense on its toes. You know, so they're ready to make plays for him. Joe Ryan is young. He threw the opener, then he threw at Fenway Park and threw a gem, then he won to nothing. Uh, he threw part of it uh, when they played uh, uh, against Kansas City the other night. Are there guys like that that you've seen that come up and it doesn't matter how young they are, they're unfazed by the big leagues? Because that's kind of what he looked like last year and into this year. There, there are, and I wish I had the magic uh, uh, diet, you know, chicken yeah, and rice every day for the guy. But when you find a guy like that, that that's pretty special um, because, as we all know, we we have handfuls of of players who you know come up, they go down, they come up, they go down, they come up, they go down, they do good in AAA, they get up to the big leagues, and they 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 falter. So when you can get a guy who's uh, uh, confident enough but humble enough that still wants to learn and that, that that's not in awe of where he's at is pretty special. And he seems to be showing that. And, and, you know, again, the, the thing we always talk about baseball, you know, 162 games, you know, you know, it's a long season, but I also want to jump on board when you do see someone getting off to a good start like that and someone holding his composure, uh, it gives you, it gives us Twins fans, you know, a lot to be hopeful about. Now, Tony LaRusso was your manager and he came back and of course they won the division title last year. And I kind of root for him quietly because, you know, just because it's fun to see old school guys and all those things. But he he must have been sick to his stomach because they threw the ball around this weekend like I've never seen uh, Tim Anderson and Abreu and a pitcher's throw to first base. I mean, they, they gave the Twins more opportunities and more runs than I could imagine. As you watch that, is that Anderson in a funk? Is that a short spring training? What did you see? Yeah, it's it's so uncharacteristic of of Tony's style of managing. I mean, cross the T's and dot the I's. I mean, I remember when we were in Arizona and we get one rain out, I think, in three years during spring training. Uh, he had the traveling secretary get a gym rented you know, that we could do stuff in the gym because he didn't want, he didn't want to miss, you know, a day of, of, of spring training because he had it all calcul- calculated out about what drills and what things we had to do and how many reps we had to take. So I doubt that that philosophy has changed from him. Yeah. And as far as Anderson goes, absolutely. I mean, I think we talk so much about hitters funks, you know, I, I think it's more prevalent, you know, when you see a guy over 10, over 12, or a lot of strikeouts or not put, putting the ball in play very, very hard, but when you see a, a, a an infielder who we know is a is a is a great shortstop, when you see him all of a sudden struggling a little bit, you know he's he's getting the bad hop. You know the ball's rattling around in his glove a little bit. He's making errant throws. You know it's one of those things that he yeah he is in that that defensive funk. And you know the way to get out of that is is yes more grounders, more repetition, and more success in games. And you know before you know it, he's going to be where. He wants to be, and I think where all the Chicago fans expect him to be as well. But what's scary about it, I'm sure, when you, when you had players like that, when you're catching and whatnot, is you, know, you, you can do some things to maneuver around a hitter in the lineup. If it's a key situation, you can pinch it. You, the ball will find those guys, and, 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 and you know, you can't predict when you're going to get a ball hit to you, right? 
No, and and I know you know I, I can say it as a catcher because you know you're trying to set that hitter up. You're you're trying to work them, and the pitcher makes his pitch, and we have the right pitch selection, and we get that routine two to three hopper to any infielder. We're like, yeah, you know, as you're running down the first baseline, backing up 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 the third, going yes, one out or two outs yeah. or out of the inning or something like that. And then I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, no, no, we can't do that. You know, and and good, you cannot give. Uh, consistently good teams that that extra out, you know, and and a lot of the the, the teams that when we were doing well in Oakland, the uh, the untalked about number was our defense. You know, we we were ranked you know two, three, four in in, in the league for defense because we didn't give the other team extra chances to score runs, and you know, that's going to come back and bite anybody. Last question: Would you have liked to have caught in the shift era, just just to see what? I mean, is it interesting to you? Does it intrigue you at all? Forget catching. I'd have loved to hit in the shift <laughs> era because you go ahead and shift me. I'm going the other way, Mike. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, the next day in the paper, it's going to be four for four. I don't care if there are four bunts to third base because you know they're playing me the other way. And yeah, so I, I, I mean, I find the shift intriguing. I know they have their numbers. I know they have the an- analytics. But I have said this all along, you know, and I'm sure we've talked about it many times, is why hitters just don't – you're a major league hitter. You know how to, you know, hit the ball to different parts of the field. And all you have to do is do it a couple times, and next thing you know, the shift is gone. You know, yeah. and and so, yeah. I Is it just that hard me, for guys to commit themselves to trying to do something different or what? That's a good question. Uh, see, for us, it was simple. And I bet if you talk to winning teams, they say it's simple because what do I have to do today to win the game? Yeah. All right. And if that's me bunting, uh, you know, because the third baseman is playing shortstop, so be it. We had, we had McGuire and Canseco bunted many times, you know, because third baseman didn't shift, but they were playing in left field. You know, so yep. all you had to do is get it by the pitcher, and more so with Conseco than McGuire. But if if Conseco got on for some of those years, he was he was a base stealing threat. You know, so so why why wouldn't you take advantage of that? And it, I don't know, it kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit when I hear either uh, 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 players or whatever. Yeah, that was kind of a cheap shot. You know, we had to shift into the guy who it. I go cheap shot to me. The guy's you just played the by the right, rules, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Terry, this always goes too quick. Thank you so much. Always fun to visit with you, and I hope we can do it again soon. Yes, always a pleasure. Didn't mean to ruin up. your night with that going to sleep yeah, with the yeah, Cook Brothers yeah, Open. Like but... I said, I'm going to have a hard time <laughs> sleeping tonight. Thanks okay. again, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Terry. <laughs> the Cook Brothers of Sleep Yeah, boy. Anybody that knows that knows exactly what we're talking about. Good guys, too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.